1: Dirt alert! Dirt alert! Dirt alert!
2: Dirt alert! Dirt alert! Dirt alert! Nerd alert, nerd alert.
0: Holly, it's our last Dirt Alert of the week. It is our last Dirt (laughs) Alert of the week. TGIF, ladies. Right. We've made it here. Uh, Let's talk about some of the drama that is unfolding in Hollywood as a result of HBO Max announcing they're going to put all Warner Brothers movies for the year 2021 on their streaming service.
2: Do you think the hullabaloo in Hollywood is... With, like, because I mean, you've got a lot to share with us, but I'm wondering if the one person who might be relieved about this is Johnny Depp's publicist. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because the Hollywood reporter had that explosive story. But yep. it seems like in Hollywood, the big thing that, and I'm sure they're gossiping about this too, but this seems like this story from the, you know, about Warner Brothers going to streaming and cutting out theaters is becoming bigger.
0: Yes. Well, it's becoming bigger as big people in Hollywood are calling it out and they... Hate it. Talent really hates it. Agents hate it. You know, and speaking of Johnny Depp, he was at Warner Brothers with the Fantastic Beasts franchise. Mm -hmm. So he's just, you know, I'm going to go over here. But lots of people calling out this decision, including the head of CAA, one of the big um, talent agencies in town. And that's those are power players. Those are the people who put together all the movies and TV shows that we love to watch. Uh, The filmmaker of Dune, his movie was pushed back until next October coming out on HBO Max he hates this he well, is totally over it
2: i mean he writes he writes um even though dune is about cinema he writes an open letter yes. to hollywood about cinema and audiences 18t is about its own survival on wall street yeah with hbo max's launch a failure this this far 18t decided to sacrifice warner brothers entire 21 21 slate in a desperate attempt to get the attention because of what ATT paid for Warner Brothers. Absolutely. Right? right. Is that it, Holly? That yep. Yeah. They're all about, I don't know, it's their
0: Well they're there, you know, this is one of those things where big you become a movie studio Warner Brothers is owned by at and right. a telecom business. They're very interested in getting apps on your phones because right. they're a telecom business, and this is how they make money. Now, the filmmaker of Dune, I can never say his name. I can't pronounce French for the life oh, of me. Uh, Dennis oh, Denis Villeneuve. Oh, Lori's good at it. Oh, him. that was beautiful, Lori. He, he
2: has a chauffeur. I only know that because that's like a subway stop
0: and on the oh, metro in Paris, oh, so <laughs> you are Lori. <Laurie. laughs> well, well, he says, "quote With this decision, AT and T has hijacked one of the most respectable and important studios in oh. film history." Now, uh, Lori, I kind always of...
2: forget that AT and T bought Warner yeah. Brothers; that their Fox sold them. Everyone, and, mm,
3: everyone,
2: everyone is
3: owned by, by s- telecom. By telecom, it's kind of a... and it's like a a, big big everything that wasn't supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. media's a lot of it's owned by the same people.
0: Yeah, you know, it's really interesting. So then, you know, I I was going kind of back and forth with Lori on Twitter last night, trying to go deeper into this, and this... This is not surprising. All of this stuff, it's really interesting that all the the talent, the talent agencies are kind of clutching their pearls at this. But my view on this is like we could see this coming a mile away. Yeah. And I'm going to go really inside baseball on this for a hot second. Okay. So this is going back like 75 years. Let us go back to a time in the late 40s. There was something called the Paramount Consent Decrees. That meant that movie studios, Warner Brothers, they used to own their own movie theaters to show their movies in. Well, it was antitrust back in the 40s. So the Supreme Court stepped in and said, movie studios, Warner Brothers, you can't own your own movie theaters anymore. We're breaking you up. Oh, I didn't know this. So earlier this year, that's officially done. Oh, I didn't know that either. A federal judge granted a motion by the Department of Justice earlier this year to terminate that licensing rule. So what this says to me, and there was an interview with the head of Warner brothers, where he said, we're getting in 10 to 15 years, we're going to be in the exhibition business. This is what customers want. Wow. So we're going to get rid of AMC theaters and Marcus or something like that own our own content and only yeah 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 so he said that he was in an interview with vox.com and so that's where with these kinds of rulings so the the federal ruling and then the ceo of warner brothers saying this it's i i'm guess i feel like some of this is performative on the part of caa and Mm -hmm. all these other people it's like well guys come on you're you're big and powerful in hollywood you did not see this coming Right. Okay. That's kind of my Hollywood speak. On well, that of was that. that was a Holly speak. Yeah, <laughs> that was
2: really good. I didn't know that about. That's the, the, fascinating, the movie Holly. Haters. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome.
3: So that's a deep cut from Holly Hollywood. And I
2: and they're like, if AMC goes under, or I hope Marcus. I feel like that's a family owned right? theater business, and man, of Man's, course, is still around. Right.
3: Yeah. It's, it's go ahead. Just everything is just come to a head uh, this year. Yeah. You're
2: absolutely right. I just feel right. like it's highlighted all the... Did the Directors Guild or SAG Award, did SAG actor? did after
0: those people, come after say, did they all? say anything? You know, I haven't seen okay. anything have I. from the Hollywood okay. unions. I know that they've been kind of having their own, um, you know, going more inside baseball. The Writers Guild has been against the agencies for quite some time in the past year and a half. Okay. And SAG-AFTRA is dealing with stuff with their health benefits at Asner is leading the way with the actors going after That's SAG right. after for saying like, "Hey, you need to cover us better." They
2: have yeah, crappy insurance. Yeah, right. they have crappy health mm-hmm.
0: insurance, and so they're going after that. I mean, Hollywood is coming. You know, you're exactly right, Julia. It's like all this stuff is coming to a head this at once. At, at once, and you could see it with Disney. You know, one of the things that all that Disney announcement, all that stuff that they were talking about, it's really interesting. I feel like Hollywood is going back. 75 years. Mm. Like, it's the old studio system again. Right. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Disney is offering you all of these things, the Star Wars, the Marvel, whatever, and all of these creative people are like, well, geez, I want to work in Hollywood. I want to make all this stuff, but I can only find... A Star Wars show to work on, yeah, it's very, yeah, that's interesting, interesting, Holly. It's just, well, you know, I'm I'm getting into
2: producing, (laughs) so if you have
3: an idea, call me. And Holly, you Uh can be the
2: host of this uh, talk show.
0: Here's what happens when you can't leave the house because we're not doing that right now. But you
2: have always been interested in, like, you do know your history about Hollywood, old Hollywood, whether it's movies or kind of how things work. You're very knowledgeable.
0: Yeah, well, I kind of like the Disney stuff reminds reminds me of of old Hollywood having to work within the code. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear the term the code being thrown around, code movies. It meant it was it was the set of regulations, self-censorship on the part of Hollywood so that the government didn't come in and censor them. Well, yeah, it was a senator
2: yeah. who it's named mm-hmm. after. Mm-hmm. And it was like, how long did that go? That was a long time before that got lifted. Yeah,
0: it kind of like faded away in the 60s. But it was a good 30, right, years? Yeah, it was a good 30 years. So, you know, my own observation on the, all the like Disney stuff is that they're not there you know you have to work within these parameters and a lot of really great creative individuals are getting such great opportunities and, you know, the opportunity though is like well you have to tell a superhero
3: story well that's where yeah. netflix i think and hulu and amazon are you know still out there giving people the independence a chance to tell their own stories
2: yeah so hollywood you know it's doing its thing holly thank you that was a good in it really was dishy hollywood dish we come back. We've got our weekend picks everybody.
3: Mary
0: and Mary,
2: Mary. All right, so um we are weekend
3: picks every weekend are brought to us by AARP Minnesota, aarp.org. Um they do amazing things for people 50 plus. They're advocates for a lot of different things. And I want to tell you on their website, I get the magazine. Yeah. Viola Davis was on the cover. Um and this if you just go to arp.com they have you know their movie picks for this weekend and so i'm just going to give you two that they ch- picked that we haven't talked about okay. that sound really kind of good. So the first one is Farewell Amour and it's the story of a family that's been separated for a long time's reunion. It's 97% on Rotten Tomato. It's a debut feature from writer director La 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 la. Mm-hmm. It movingly captures the fallout from a long separated family's reunion. Spike Lee's sister is in it. Um so it on? it's on. You could you have to rent or buy it. It's okay. it's a new, new
2: But movie. I mean it would yeah, be yeah. it looks so good. Um so it's just that we can get it on demand.
3: You can get it on video um prime, mm-hmm. prime video if you have, you know, Amazon. And it's you called can, what? It's called Farewell Amar A-M-O-R. A-M-O-R. But not the U, so yeah, you amour. know what I mean? Amour. Amour, amour. amour. you amour. Amour. The G- you took French. Oh, please. it mm-hmm. Bonjour, monsieur. Bonjour, <laughs> mesmerzels. <laughs> ça va? Oui, ça va toi? <laughs> Mr. <Mister>, Therian. <t'ai-t'un. laughs>
1: Casa Laveau.
3: Casa L'Avue is my That's best yeah. French yeah. Right. Okay. and Italian. And the other one, which is called Gunda, G-U-N-D-A, and it's executive produced by Joaquin um, Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And this debuted earlier in the year at the Berlin Film Festival. And it's got five stars. Just okay. like Farewell, Amour, And Amor. you're going to be Amor. watching
1: both of these of course I all weekend yeah. long. Yeah.
3: Of course I am. A couple but times each, I bet. Yeah. Exactly. If you liked Babe, Pig in the City, meet the real thing. So what this is, in this person who put together the list says it's one of her. Favorite I'm movies. just going to assume it's a cheap. Yeah. Top 10 of oh, 2020. Gunda. Yes. And she said it's... Um, it's about it—the birth of a little pig litter. The mother's name is Gunda, and her nurturing and nudging of her little piglets, and the devastation of their separation when market comes calling. And it's kind of like um, feel—they say few films capture the intense, sticky bond between a mom and her offspring so simply and wrenchingly without remark. And it's they think it, Joaquin doesn't want anyone to eat bacon. That's again. what this is yeah, about. And they say it deserves mm-hmm. a best documentary nomination. Mm-hmm. It's that good for its formal grace and clear eyed compassion. Look at Animal Life down all on right. the farm. Yeah, and Good he's down. very
2: passionate about that. He I is. Can but can see him producing yeah. that.
3: Yeah, and that's another one okay. you can rent. It was supposed to be in the movie theaters. Okay. So those are two brand new movies. Rocco, what do you got for us? Well... That was by AARP, Minnesota.
1: Thank First you. of all, um, I saw a copy of the DVD of Tenet on Julia's desk, a media advance copy. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna watch that this week. you gonna
2: go? Shush. Well, yes I think it officially
1: shush. doesn't come out till maybe the fifteenth. You yeah. sh- you'll be able to get it on uh, Vudu and Amazon yep. and all that. But thank you, Julie. We want your review. We, we want your review because neither it of back. us want to watch it.
3: Really, I kind of do, but I yeah. need to go to the cabin to watch it because yeah. that's where the Blu-ray is.
2: Yeah, I don't have a yeah any way to play one of those right. things. You can't even play CD in your car. Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: Um, For me, I have a couple things on my agenda this weekend. Two of them are kind of sporty. I know this isn't a very sports show. But the Timberwolves have their first preseason game Saturday. So that'll be people's first... Chance to see their number one draft pick, Anthony Edwards.
2: Oh, and then uh, Malik Beasley kicked his wife and yes, child out of their out of the house.
1: Okay, is, is so he still
2: playing for them? Christmas came early for Larsa Pippen. I, did not I guess read that. Yeah, well, yeah he I saw- is
1: a mess. You know, he uh, not to get too sporty, but, but he was us. kind of a. You know, we made a bunch of trades last year and we kind of rebuilt the team, and he yes. was kind of a surprise. We're like, this is a fun young player. He's good, and then so yeah, and he's kind of an up and comer. So we're like, hey, let's buy low on this guy, and yeah. You know, and then just he's trouble he's done awful things well this. I, mean, I mean I don't know what he's doing with his wife and kids but the thing he did where he terrorized people out front of his house yeah. with an Uzi oh boy yikes he sounds right. scary but yeah, it is the
3: Timberwolves they, is tomorrow night on Fox Sports night. so okay. check
1: that out and then the Vikes have a pretty big game Sunday at noon they play in Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks and both teams want to get in the playoffs and uh, it's a kind of a must win
2: it's Tampa Tom they're Tampa calling Brady, him yeah. oh, he isn't
1: he just like I just think he's, he's so gone good, so right? low well, yeah, he's had some stinkers of games no this is low but according
3: to him it's no. how the team's playing December is oh. what matters oh. Oh. listen if the vikes i listen the vikings
2: are gonna lose and if they if they by some chance win they'll just just disappoint you the next week yes so I i mean well we know this, but yeah. it's still we like to think maybe no, positive for no. a day. I'm just going with you. I'm Thank just you. gonna say the reality of what's gonna happen <laughs> and I'm gonna avoid Casey all day
1: on, on Sunday. Sunday. It's at noon, right? Yeah. Yep, Sunday at noon. And then what I'm gonna do afterwards at three, there is a table read of the elf cast reunion. Oh. Yeah. Will Ferrell, Zoe Deschanel, Bob Newhart. Oh Ed my Asla, gosh! Mary yes. Amy Sedaris, Andy Richter, John Lithgow. They don't have James Caan because I don't think he believes in the cause that they're maybe raising money okay. for. Okay, but uh, that's going to be super fun. So and how that's do at- you do that? Um, you know, similar to all these other things we've been talking about, I think you, you know, you you click on it and you try to find a way to get it to your TV. Okay. Yeah. Again, I've always been a believer of air playing to Apple TV or, uh, what do you call it? Casting to Google Chromecast. Those are both uh, good ways to get things from your computer to your television. Back to you, Lori.
3: That
2: was a foreign language <laughs> that you just <laughs> spoke. <laughs> and I'm I want to hit. I'm I really <laughs> And I just looked at. You, <laughs> if There's a camera in here. We would. Our heads would be cocked like
1: Sp- <laughs> cocker spaniels. Going about this since like Monday. Can right? you we just been tuning you out? Can you just repeat daily. what you said? No, the, oh, no, no, right. no. I, I want to <laughs> hit
3: replay on our own show, but I'll listen to the replay. Okay, no. do that. he can tell you. I'll, I'll listen, listen to the podcast. Five
1: thirty-seven.
3: Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. So. All I know is for anything with music, do it from the computer where you're going to be watching it from. Because when I learned my lesson about the Curtis A show, I booked it from work computer, and it recognizes the link anyway. So Dakota Cooks, Harmar Superstar, before the lockdown happened again a couple weeks ago, so maybe in... in, um, October. October, he and his band managed to film a virtual version of their Dakota holiday concerts. And he's so great. I mean, he's just he such is. a wonderful singer. Anyway, he's been hosting the shows for the past two years to raise money for the one uh, Heartland, you know, the Pine County summer camp for kids that get bullied and stuff. So it's expect a, ser- a spiritually playful. But music seriously spin through traditional and modern favorite holidays. And that's dakotacooks.com, 8 o'clock tonight, 35 bucks Because it's a fundraiser. Boy, that sounds fun. Tomorrow night, Nicholas David is offering his Christmas music at Dakota Cooks. It's 7 7 o'clock, and that's $15 at Dakota Cooks. And he... Has such a funky, soulful flair. And he's he's so lovely. They both are lovely men. If you are a fan of, uh, you want to see some stars tonight, um, it's the 10th annual Home for the Holidays Benefit concert, which Cindy Lauper organizes every year. This, of course, is going to be online, but she's got everybody stopping by. All the money goes, you know, for um, True Colors United, her organization that she founded that addresses the issue of youth homelessness and she's very worried because of the pandemic and homelessness uh, being you know blah, yeah. blah blah she got everybody show up you can watch this it's free they're taking donations but on either Cindy's tiktok okay or facebook page oh okay and I mean listen who's showing up it's like kind of everybody shares gonna be there Dolly Parton is showing up and um Taylor Swift, Bette Midler, Billie Eilish, Boy George, Brandy Carlisle, Jackson Brown, Phoebe Bridgers, Billy Porter, Adam Lambert. So it's really lots of people. It's a lot of people. So it's seven o'clock tonight on TikTok and seven o'clock on Sunday on YouTube and Facebook. Got it. So that might be um, kind of a fun, um, you know, little show for you to got watch it. for free. And then what else do I have? Oh, I want. I got a digital drag brunch pick. Sunday, Flip Phones, Whitney Houston, Dolly Parton, Christmas show. That starts at 1 o'clock. I saw that. That Mm -hmm. looks like fun. Yeah, flipphoneevents.com, you guys, uh, to get your tickets uh, for that. So, there you go, Jones. I think
3: that's good. When we come back, we've got the rest of the headlines and a surprise song.
2: Thanks, Rocco. Okay, wait. Before we get to all the things we might have learned or not learned this week, I forgot to give you... a pick that Donnie Love wanted to make sure that I got out to the people, and I already DVR'd it. Okay, what is it? Well, you're going to be mad. Maybe not. It's on HBO. Just regular old HBO. Tomorrow night it debuts. I have someone in my life who has the channels. Okay, it's uh, the Bee Gees um, documentary, and it's called How Can You Mend a Broken Heart. And uh, here's... uh, Neil Justin did it as a pick. He said... You know, Saturday Night Fever made the Bee Gees wealthy and the butt of jokes, but this documentary goes a long way to giving them back their street cred with toe-tapping evidence that they contributed a lot more to jukeboxes than a disco soundtrack. Director Frank, Marshall doesn't shy away from the infighting, but the film is eventually about brothers in harmony, Eric Clapton and Chris Martin among the unlikely fans who... Voice their support. Your boy Rocco watched it. He already watched it. Sound he already, already told Unseen us that. Festival. I know. Yeah. But, Sorry, Lori was gone. I think. Oh yeah, I I really enjoyed it. You did. I can't. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. So it's debuting tomorrow night. Okay. Roger Freeman. The only thing he was mad about is that it erased, um, their. Um, embarrassing Sergeant Pepper Pepper, movie from history, whatever movie that was. Yeah, whatever. Oh,
1: yeah, they did not talk about that at all, and that is a terrible... That was, like, the beginning of the end for those guys, because... Is that interesting? I kind of remember that. didn't I thought so, yeah, because it's not like they shied away... I mean, they talked about the crash, which I thought was probably the most interesting part of the documentary, was that they got so big that there was a backlash against them. Like, they had five songs in the top ten and radio stations were like enough we're having bg's free weekends right. and then the uh white Sox in chicago had to disco you know they blew up disco records at, mm-hmm. in center field and it was, I mean, and Barry Gibb was like, because this is kind of one of the first times that this had happened was a backlash like this. And he was just like, what is going on? Why does everybody hate, hate us? us? I mean, oh, I all our songs this. are in the top 10. Why does everybody hate us? And Chris Martin from Coldplay sort of talked about that because he he's experienced a little bit of backlash. You I know? hope this isn't
2: going to happen to my our BTS because, you know, they right. are the first band since the BJ, since That's 1978, right. to have five it's not going to happen. In two months. You know, like, to right. be this huge. Right. All right let's. Okay. And then... So, um, what did we learn this week? We'll
3: have we oh, oh, yeah. That's so it. let me play That's the it.
1: what did we learn. I only wrote down a couple things this week. Which I've was got kind stuff. Of, um, all right, cool. Well, this... I'll just play my what I've learned. Okay. Music. Let's see. There we go. Okay. We learned that Lori's first uh, vampire crush... Oh. Was Barnabas Collins Oh yeah <laughs> I didn't I mean did you know that Julia?
2: No No I didn't yeah. either I had never really formulated that But he was my first vampire
1: crush um, And then we also <laughs> learned that um, Camilla and her former husband Had a racy horsey lifestyle Yeah And I am I grabbed the clip Because I I still just kind of want to revisit And see if we can piece it together Are you ready mm-hmm. Julia? Okay. Because you were kind of confused Who's too. Camilla?
2: Camilla Parker, yeah, Prince Charles. Oh, yeah, going to the princess oh, that's right. Okay, let's so listen. So this
1: clip is from like Monday in the four sure. o'clock hour. Right.
2: I mean, Andrew Parker was called in. Their set, he, he and Camilla had a very racy, horsey lifestyle. Um, out wherever they lived, you know the toffs where their country estates are, and he was Rocko, called a racy horsey lifestyle. Well, you know what that you know. means, and not really. Well, it means there's a lot of outbuildings and there's oh, a gosh. lot of places. For, just bringing up Tom Cruise. No, there's a lot of places for you know, discreet sex to be I happening know, I, because of all the outbuildings. You can would gallop a lot on of a horse, and we saw this in the crowd. Gallop on a horse, horse out to, to somewhere to a corner out barn, right? To and a silo in the back forty. Camilla's husband was called. Andrew Poker bowels, bowels, Bowls Bowls because he was Poker oh <laughs> po- Yeah,
1: that's not a good name.
2: No, I know, but he was very handsome and suave. And I guess women dropped their hunting trow for him all the time, and he did the same. <laughs> so, yes, wow. they didn't have that story in there, but I mean, yeah, dropping their hunting.
1: I thought that was a great line <laughs> too. Trow. <laughs> yeah, so. Those are pretty much the only. I mean, usually I write down five or six things. All right but here, yeah. Well, go for it. All right. Well, we keep learned the music going for you.
3: that orange wine is not a mimosa. That's right. Very it is actually a, a wine, wine where they keep the, the, the dregs grapes. of the old grapes to make some <laughs> some orange Pinot Grigio. Um, we learned that Johnny Depp in four short years went from the top to the, to bottom. the bottom. Persona non grata. Uh huh. We learned that. Oh. Oh, I oh. never told you this today. Right. So if the case goes through and, and Johnny Depp tries to sue the Washington Post for defamation. He has to prove it, first okay. of all. Of Here proof are the him. three romantic things that have come out in depositions that have never been public. He had a relationship with Angelina Jolie. Kiera Knightley. Oh, my God. And
2: Marianne Cotillard. Oh, and was this all from the Hollywood Reporter? That yep. thing was so juicy, you didn't know. take it all in. Yep. So Marianne Cotillard, when he made that movie with her, and it was... Awful. Angelina Jolie, maybe that's why the tourists stunk. Maybe at the
3: beginning of it, they had relations, and then they decided not to.
2: Yeah, and then Wasn't Cara- she married to Brad Pitt at the time? That well maybe played? they
3: maybe theirs goes way back then and Knightley was
2: only seventeen the first time that they met. Well think oh, of think dear. of Winona Ryder, how oh, young she was. Yeah, I know it. Oh dear Brad and All dear. right, Okay. Those Is it time to sing? Friend, let's we can sing. sing if you want. All We're right. gonna sing yeah, in honor Bru- of Bruce being on S N L
1: so